Hello, audience. It's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And we're going to do another wheel spin. You know how we started season two off with the wheel spin and we kind of ticked off the the years? Yep. Over time, well, we only have three years left. Wow. We, we would have had two, but we accidentally picked 1999 twice. <laughs> But we have three years left, so okay. and then and then after that, we're just gonna like keep the years on. So feasibly, we could do 1988 fashion every wheel spin every week. <laughs> we could. Every yeah, time we do a wheel spin, too, dude, I'd be like, "No, Milo, you can't, you can't go back on the wheels. The wheels have spoken." <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. We're gonna pick the year now. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Here we go with the with the with with the year. 1981. 1981. Okay. All right. And then we're going to go for our topic, which is food. Food. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's our new topic we we started last season. That's kind of fun. (laughs) This will be fun, dude. And then for our segment, we're doing trivia. trivia. Interesting. Okay. Food trivia from 1981. <laughs> All right, here we go into the future. Into the future. So what we went with since it was 1981 food trivia is I researched some food related questions to 1981. And I'm going to ask Jamie these questions and see if he can get them. Now, unlike normal, where he like uh you know spends an entire weekend studying the subject so that he's you know, knows all the answers. This time he promised not to yeah. do that. And I didn't look at it. I didn't look at one thing. I, I was writing articles about back to school movies from the eighties that had nothing to do with food. So Perfect. I geeked out in another way. <laughs> all right. And and I am still single, surprisingly. Can you believe it? <laughs> but I like food. Um, we introduced this topic last season, but mm-hmm. a number of our most our I think our funnest episodes have been food. Food related. So I think it's a cool topic. I, I I like our food episodes. So I'm ready. I'm I'm not ready for this okay. because I didn't study. I didn't look at anything related to food or 1981 okay. at all. So we're gonna see how I do. We'll see how you do. We'll see how you all do. Right. All right. Well, uh, the first one I can't believe was released in 1981. Actually, so it was made by the J H Filbert Company based out of Baltimore, Maryland. It was originally developed in 1979 as a low-cost alternative to something else, but it was actually approved and released in 1981. Here's a nice clue for you. It's got less saturated fat, 40% fewer calories, and more omega-3 than the thing that it is replacing. Oh, man. I kind of want to think, I'm thinking Spam or something. I don't no, know spam's why. Spam's like super old. Yeah, yeah. Spam is super old. I'm or I'm thinking maybe like a, the Twinkies or the Hostess cupcakes or something like that. No, but why no. would those have omega? Why would who would care if Twinkies had omega three? Like <laughs> nobody oh, that eats Twinkies. I'm eating Twinkies, so I'm getting my share of omega three today. <laughs> do you want wow. a clue? Yeah, we'll do another clue. Okay. So uh, there are currently, originally there was only one version. There are currently four versions of this. One is the original. 
three of the other ones, I can't give you one because it might give it away. Of mm. the other ones, uh, there's a vegan virgin, virgin, vegan virgin. <laughs> a vegan virgin. Where do yeah. I get it? <laughs> there's a vegan version. There's a light version, so it's even more healthy. And there's a version that comes in a spray bottle. <laughs> spray bottle? Yes. <laughs> is it like the cheese whiz? Like the cheese in a can? Uh, it's not. That's a bit closer, though. Oh, man, you stumped me on this one. Go ahead and tell me. You got All me. All right. We'll put you as a no pass on this question. <laughs> so let me give you a couple more clues that might help. We'll just see. Uh, the one, the other option that's available in is called, it's a baking stick. And it's made from plant-based oils. <laughs> oh, and man. In 1981, they had all this vegan plant-based stuff? Apparently, in the early 80s, or, you, we started seeing a lot in my research of healthy food options. Oh. This one being, I can't believe it's not butter. Oh, I can't it's believe nice. it's not butter. Yeah. Yeah. And then Fabio did commercials for that, remember? Yeah. And it was all like romance novel. And the woman's like, oh, what's up, Fabio? And he's like, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> described as a spreadable emulsion of vegetable oil in water with butter flavoring oh yeah doesn't that just sound delicious and mm. yeah you can get the original the vegan baking stick light and spray bottle version <laughs> wow <laughs> do they still sell it is that still on the market that's still on the yeah all those versions are on the market yeah you can still get oh it. wow well, I'm going to try some of that shit. I, I tried to give you a bit of a clue when I said my first line was, was I can't believe this was released in 1981. <laughs> hey, that was good, dude. Well, now that you say it, I get it. Yeah. And I, re I can even remember the commercials with Fabio. I didn't know they had different versions, though. Yeah, I didn't either until I uh, started my research. Oh. All right. I, I think you'll get this next one, actually. All right. So I'm going to start with a bit of the harder clues before I go to the easier ones. This is uh, so meat restructuring was developed by the U.S. Army to deliver low cost meat to troops in the field. This process for making this product was refined by Natick Army Labs meat scientist, Dr. Roger Mandango. Huh? So he <laughs> developed this in its original, like what it is. And then a company, a food company, put it on their menu in 1981. It was on the menu until 1985, but actually got removed because not enough people were purchasing it. It was later re-added and then removed again and then re-added again. <laughs> mm -hmm. They can't make up their mind. <laughs> yeah. And you'll understand why. It's actually become more of a um, seasonal, not a seasonal, because that really means it's a certain time of year. It's become like an occasional thing they do. And people like you probably get really excited when it's time to get this item. Oh, are we talking about the McRib? We are indeed talking about oh, the McRib. Yeah. The McRib, dude. I do get excited. when it, <laughs> And you don't know because it's not really seasonal because you don't know when it's going to come out. Exactly. And it might vary right, by yeah. location. It's like one day, it's like you find out that the Issaquah McDonald's got the McRib and I'm like, let's go. McRib time. Yeah, the McRib's delicious, dude. But it's not even like ribs at all. 
It, well, yeah, it's uh, it's primarily composed of ground pork shoulder, and it's formed into the patty. And it actually costs them a bit more to form it into that rib shape stuff. It actually uh -huh. would be cheaper for them to like just do it as a regular patty. But but it's got to look shape, like a rib. Yeah, helps sell it. Uh, there wasn't enough chicken supply at the time, yeah. and they had to come and come up with something uh, to offer to their franchises. And they say I think part of the reason they didn't have enough chicken was not not much earlier they invented the chicken McNugget, mm -hmm. which was hugely popular. And they so they were actually causing some of their own chicken shortage with the popularity of the chicken nugget. And they wanted to have kind of an alternative with this pork thing. Yep, that's exactly right. So And it's it got helped. the onions and the sauce. And it's it's completely unnatural, like it's astronaut food. It's not natural, but I love it, dude. Yeah, well, it was developed for the military to provide low-cost meat to troops in the field, which makes kind of sense. And here is something I didn't know, like, you know how the FBI raided Donald Trump's, like, Mar-a-Lago house and stuff? And mm -hmm. apparently in the safe, they just found a bunch of McRibs, like, <laughs> you know, boxed up in there, stashed away. Safe was full of McRibs. That guy saving his McRibs in case they never come out again. He's gonna he's gonna be like, I've still got my McRibs. I don't know about anybody else, but I've got cryogenically frozen ribs. <laughs> McRibs. <laughs> I'll never be out. I've got my own factory. <laughs> Till next time they come out, and then I'm ready to go. So I'm slowly working my through the working my way through the McRibs. That's not my joke, by the way. I stole that from some uh, it was on the Daily Show. They made a joke about it. So that's <laughs> up. So this one, I don't have a lot of clues on, so hopefully you'll get it. This particular snack item, in my opinion, is basically just kind of a knockoff of a much better product. It's manufactured by Nimbisco, which is now owned by Mondelez International. And they were advertised on television when they were initially released as the San Francisco style snack cracker. So I have two in my mind because I, I, I have the little Nabisco logo on a box in my mind and mm -hmm. i'm thinking it's either triscuits or wheat thins oh no 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 neither of those no i could give you san francisco you... style yeah that's what i thought was funny i'm like i to be honest i don't see what these have to do with san francisco at all okay so i shouldn't really use that as a clue if i don't know what it is because they're not and it doesn't make sense but that was so, the but they're a snack cracker they are a snack cracker. They do come in a box. Okay. They're not Cheez-Its. Nope, because Cheez-Its. That's, that's not a knockoff of the original goodness. No, nope, That would be the original, original goodness. goodness. <laughs> exactly. Um, Nabisco, Nabisco, San Francisco cracker, oyster cracker, because they eat a lot of, uh, they eat a lot of, um, you know, oyster soup or whatever. That's a good soup. guess if the San Francisco was relevant to the advertising yeah. in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> Which it's not. Okay. Is the chicken? It's a, I'm not, chicken it's a red hair. biscuit. I like chicken and biscuits. Good. And Nabisco may also sells chicken and a biscuit. Yeah, and, but that's uh, the original goodness too, though. Yeah. Oh, chicken and biscuits are delicious. Yeah, uh, you're gonna die of dehydration because of the salt, but they're <laughs> delicious, yeah. dude. You'll you'll certainly find them on the shelf near chicken and a biscuit. Okay, so they're crackers, not chips. And they came mm. out in 81. Are they still around? Yep. Uh, yeah, I think you stumped me on this one, too. Better Cheddars. Better Cheddars. Mm -hmm. Is that like a... Is that, are those kind of like a cheese? It's knockoff? Yeah, they're round instead of square. 
Oh, I don't know that too well. Oh, Probably because I know have high cheddars. class. Yeah. They're and basically I, I get, the same thing. They're like flat, round, circular crackers, cheese-flavored crackers. But and, they're round, not square. But they're round so they're instead totally of square. Different. Yeah. Dude, they're totally different. They're not Cheez-Its. And that's how they get away with how round they are. But I don't, yeah, I don't get the ad though. Like San Francisco-styled snack cracker. You like, know what? Because in San Francisco, we only eat round crackers, not square Well, because- Oyster crackers are round, and then you put those in like chowder, seafood chowder. Chowders. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Are they kind of smaller? Uh, no, actually, I think they're a bit larger than a oh. than a cheese. It, I'd say. Well, that yeah. that's what I'm going with is that San Francisco people probably eat a lot of seafood chowders, and and they put round crackers in their chowders, and this mimics that. This makes them bigger with cheese. That's what I'm going for. Sounds if there's great. anyone in Nabisco who wants to debunk my my statement, go ahead. But that's <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. <laughs> better cheddars. Yep. Are they better though? Really? No. No. You, they, you can't. You just False like advertising. Cheese, yep. Cheese nips. Better cheddars. They're just cheese that wannabes. Yeah. Just give up. The 80s and 90s uncensored. Sponsored by Cheese. <laughs> we should be as much as you love them. And 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 McDonald's, <laughs> you should sponsor us too. Because I just touted your how much we love we love the McRib. So give us money. McDonald's and cheese it. <laughs> yeah, give us money, guys. Uh, all right. This next item is a healthy, healthier, much healthier than next. your, your uh, McRibs or better cheddars. So uh, you might have seen them in the store, but I doubt you've eaten them. <laughs> but you've eaten food that is made by the same company. Initially, you could find them for less than 300 calories, but now they're all less than 400 calories. So less than 400 calories. They come in multiple varieties. I don't not I don't know if this is a lot or not, but they have between 340 to 900 milligrams of sodium. So I don't know if that's a lot or not, but apparently a lot of people say that they have a lot of salt, which is kind of something that they get harshed on for because they advertise themselves as a healthy food option. Yeah. Here's a, a couple advertising phrases. Tastes great but with less fat and it's not just calories that count. It's the taste. I kind of want to think it's maybe healthy choice. Those little uh, frozen, frozen dinners. You are very close. Healthy choice or um, so I'm thinking frozen, those frozen dinners. It's a frozen dinner, huh? Yep. It's gotta be a frozen dinner. Swanson. You cook it in a microwave. Yeah. 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 So health, you got healthy choice is the one that comes to mind because it says healthy choice. And then Mar- what Marie Callender's and Swanson, those aren't healthy though. Those are like, now nah, we're not healthy. Um, what other healthy frozen dinners are there? Made by Nestle as a low calorie alternative to the popular Stouffer's entree. Oh, like the, what? The Salisbury steak? But this is the healthy option. This is the made by the same company. Because Salisbury steak is not good for you. So they made the multiple ones. Like like you're on the well, right track. You can go to the freezer and there's- You, you got a bunch of spaghetti varieties. and meatballs and this Exactly. And they got all those. Yeah. The mac and cheese. Dude, man, other than healthy choice, I can't really think of like healthier- Because I actually cook nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> like real food. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I, I remember these. I don't know if I've ever had one. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then like, if I, I'm know, get I grew a, up on my... frozen food, but it was like crappy kids cuisine. Yeah, dude. I was getting the Salisbury steak when I was a kid. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were getting the Salisbury. We were getting the Stouffer's. <laughs> yeah, totally. Did you did you know Salisbury steak was invented by a guy named Dr. Salisbury? Oh, that's how it got its who name. Who thought that his version of Hamburg steak would um, help digestive issues. That's where Salisbury steak comes from. So is Sal- I, this, here's something I'm curious of. Is the Salisbury steak that comes in those frozen meals the only way you get Salisbury steak? Like, could you go to a restaurant and order a Salisbury steak? Probably, but if you get a frozen one, the uh, FDA has specific guidelines on what constitutes constitutes a Salisbury steak. So it has to be like 65% meat, of which no more than 25% is pork. It could be no more than 30% fat and no more than 12% can be uh, filler or extender. Wow. Dude, you know your Salisbury steak. I do. Because <laughs> I wrote an article about ground beef dishes. So I know okay. some shit about, Did your research? about ground beef dishes from the 80s and 90s. Oh, that's hilarious. Yes, ladies, I am still available. That's right, ladies. You want to know what you're eating? Jamie knows. <laughs> but I don't know what you're talking about here because if it's not healthy choice, I can't really think of what else it would be. When you say it, I'll probably know it. Lean cuisine. Oh, yeah. I mean, I meant to say lean cuisine. Let's go back. Rewind. You should have said need lean cuisine. Oh, lean cuisine, of course. Yeah. I was so, thinking yeah. healthy choice, but it was lean cuisine. Yeah, dude. Another interesting just side trivia item is uh, the Stouffer's brand dates back to 1920s when it launched its frozen food division in 1954. So that's where we started to see these come out in the 50s. Offering take-home frozen meals from the restaurants to folks looking for easy dinner ideas or portable lunch ideas. Nestle acquired Stouffer's in 1973 and Lean Cuisine was launched in 1981. Yeah. And then economically challenged kids like us. We got Stouffer's. Yeah. The, the, the microwave meals all the time. Yeah. But I, 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 I should have thought of Lean Cuisine because now that you say it, I know it, but. Yeah. yeah you see them in the store. I mean, there's. Yeah. They're still there. Healthy Choice and Lean Cuisine are the two main healthy, healthy, quote unquote, healthy Although I think if you just cook your own shit, that's probably the healthiest, right? You know what you're cooking. I think you know how much salt you're using. So that's probably the leanest cuisinist right there. <laughs> cook Cut your back own shit. On the salt, kids. Cut back on the salt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, like they were called out for. I guess they're called out sometimes for having too much salt in their dishes. I don't know if that's considered a lot or not. <laughs> well, it probably is. Then probably. I mean, if it, if it's prepackaged or frozen, it's gonna have too much salt. Yeah, it always does. And when I came back to the states with my then wife, who's from Asia, right? And she's like, everything in this country is so salty. And I'm from China, right? <laughs> I know we use a lot of salt, but you guys, this is crazy. Like, I feel like I'm gonna like shrivel up into a prune because you, everything is so salty. So cook your own stuff and use less salt, and then and then you'll be good. The more you know, kids. The more you know. All right, this next one might be a bit of a hard one, actually. And the reason being, it's an item that was re- that was released in Australia and New Zealand in this form in 1981. Mm. There, so it's known in the U.S. by the same name, but it's actually a different product. Oh. Yeah, so in the U.S., you know it as like a granola bar. But in 1981, in Australia and New Zealand... It was released as something else. Oh, granola bar. Like Me, Nature Valley. Yeah. If I said the name of this, you would think granola bar. Oh. But, but it was released as a cereal 
in '81 in those in Australia. Where is the cereal? Granola, granola. Well, I've seen granola cereal. They have granola cereal. He's talking wheat bix. It's owned by Kellogg's. Um. Oh, granola bar. I don't know, man. I'm thinking, is it that like Quaker Quaker Oats dude? Nope. Is it Nature Valley? Uh, you're close. Well, I don't know if you're close Um, or not, but I guess you'll um, understand why I said you're close when um. Yeah, and I even have like a box of granola bars in my head right now. Like it comes in a box of like 12 or something, six or 12, whatever. Yeah. And there's these little granola bars. Mm -hmm. And they have the white box, maybe kind of a colorful. Yep. It's in my head. White box. Yeah, it's in my head. I just can't name it, but I can picture it. Oh, I can picture it. It's in my head. All right, man. Do you want the answer? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Nutrigrain. Oh, Nutrigrain. Nutrigrain's the ones you're looking for. Yes. See, they're in my head and I just can't spit it out. It doesn't go from my head to my mouth. <laughs> well, and there's so many different kinds, but you're, yeah, I think you were right. It's the white box. Yeah, yeah. And that's totally. why I said you said like nature's choice or whatever it was. You said nature. Nutrigrain. Nutrigrain. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Nutrigrain, not natural, natural, whatever it was you said. So so it came out in Australia as a cereal and then Americans yep. are like, nah, milk is too, there's too much work in that. We <laughs> yeah, we just want it in a package. and In a package, you just eat it. Don't even have to deal with milk. <laughs> yeah. The breakfast cereal in its original block and hole shape was introduced in Australia in 1976 and later on in 1981, consisting of flakes without added sugar, which is the version that we know. Kellogg's, uh, you get the rye, corn, barley, and wheat. That sounds like it'll keep you super regular. (laughs) This one is going to be an interesting one. This one is going to be a hard one for you. This was actually discovered in 1965 by James Schlatter, a chemist. And what he was doing was looking for a therapeutic substance for the use of an anti-ulcer drug. And then he discovered it tasted good when he got some on his finger and then put his finger in his mouth, which seems like a brilliant idea if you're a chemist working on stuff. Wow, they didn't give a shit in the 60s, did they? (laughs) No. I think it is terrible. Uh, and I notice it and do not like anything that has this, but uh, a lot of people do. Is that from the, like the big sweetener craze in the eighties where people were in aerobics and they didn't. And so they were putting chemicals in their stuff because they didn't want sugar, but it was like sweet chemicals. Yep. <laughs> because yeah. What was those called? There were a number of those. They, they, they still equal, make this. You still get this in stuff. Yep. Equal or sweet and low, one of yep. those two. What's the name of the actual substance? So those are just brands that saccharin. Nope. Um, saccharin is how I know it. It's around 180 to 200 times sweeter than sucrose, which is sugar. Oh, so it's even more. It's not saccharin though, huh? There's a chemical nope. name for it, huh? You'll recognize the name when I tell you. But um, you're, you're you're on the right track. Just keep saccharin. Keep what equal sweet and low? Uh, you might find it in, say, like um, 
sodas, for example, sodas. Oh, that uh, use yeah, sugar. aspartame. There's that's the one you yeah. want. Aspartame. Yep. Like Diet Cola has the aspartame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that would give it away. That's why I saved that particular <laughs> clue for last. Yeah, because I drink <laughs> a lot of diet soda. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be embalmed. Like, oh, they're totally. gonna find me a thousand years later. Like. <laughs> They mummified this one. He has. He looks. He looks fresh, like they just buried him. It's the aspartame. <laughs> Nothing's gonna. The worms don't like him at all. <laughs> he's he's embalmed. He must have been important, like a pharaoh or something. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't like in aspartame. Anytime I taste like a diet soda or any kind of drink that has aspartame in it, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not natural. Well, and it's not natural if if you discover the food. Yeah, he was looking I, if for it's not something like, to treat um, ulcers and, yeah. and discovered it. Well, and discovering food is good if you're like Europeans who come over and you're like, look at this. It's a potato. That's awesome. That's good, right? But if you're if you're a, a scientist and you discover a food, that's probably not natural, bro. Yeah. But I remember because the 80s was kind of people were getting more health conscious. I mean, not enough to stop smoking indoors right away, but they were doing aerobics and people were getting fatter because sugar was everywhere, right? Yep. Yeah. So people were like, sugar. man, I really love sugar, but I don't want to eat sugar because I don't want to get fat. So how can I have my cake and eat it too? Ah, <laughs> chemicals, <laughs> unnatural shiznit will help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people put in their coffee, they even bake with it. I think you can still get it and bake cakes with it and stuff. I bet you you can. Like, I, I, I bet you you can. I mean, I, I drink a lot of diet soda, which is how I get it. But otherwise, Ugh. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't use it for like my coffee or for baking or anything like that. Well, the problem in the US, like, even if you drink regular soda, it still doesn't have sugar in it. It has high fructose corn syrup in it. Yeah. You, you know? gotta get, so, that's why we get as, Mexican soda. Yeah, dude. exactly. It's more expensive, but you get the Mexican Coke or the Mexican Pepsi and it's the good stuff because it's like sugar cane. It has real sugar in it. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like, um, yeah, corn syrup yeah. or here, actually, yeah, most of the sodas here don't use the high fructose corn syrup. That's because it's a U.S. thing. care about their society a little bit more. <laughs> it's totally true. It's a places. total U.S. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's see how you did on the old quiz. Uh, so you got aspartame right and you got McRibs right. So you got yeah. two. Out of six. Yeah. Well, and I was close on a few of them. You were really close. Like I could have kind of eased you in with a few more clues. Like Nutrigrain, you were on the right track. You just couldn't remember the name of it. And uh, I can't believe you didn't get, I can't believe it's not butter. Come I on. know, right? <laughs> but I knew that Fabio did commercials for it. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't get the lean cuisine, but I I, I knew all the you were, yeah, you were on the right same thing. specifications for what constitutes uh, 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 manufactured Salisbury steak. So you got to give me a little little sum sum for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a half point for that one as well. Uh, so you got about 50% right. If I'll give you a half point for lean cuisine and a half point for Nutrigrain and then full points for McRib and aspartame. So 50%, that's a fail. Yeah, that's a fail. You feel better now? Yeah, a little bit, but not really. <laughs> I feel better. Your friend failed. <laughs> hey, what well, is good to learn? Good to learn all that stuff, though. Yeah, I didn't know a lot of the stuff either. And obviously, until I started looking it up. See, you're going to learn something on this podcast. It it might be useless information, but you'll know it. Yeah. The Yukon Gold Potato actually came out in 81 as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, but that was more like kind of uh, bread and stuff. So it was kind of a mm -hmm. releasing up to us. So it was a combination of 1980 and 1981. 
Um, so I kind of found that in my research, but didn't include it in the quiz. Oh, now uh, it's pretty common. Yeah, now it's a very common potato. And you can even get the chips. You can go mm. potato chips. Thank you, 1981, for all your contributions to the grindage, to the mun- to the munchies. <laughs> well, that's the end, I think, of this particular trivia, 1981 food trivia, thanks to our Wheels of Doom listeners. You can always find us on the web at the 90s and 80s.com. <laughs> on... The 80s and 90s.com, dude. I said the 80s, the 80s and 90s. What? The, the 80s, 80s and 90s. 90s. The 90s and 80s.com, or <laughs> more preferably the 80s and 90s.com, because that's <laughs> yeah, actually that's correct. <laughs> I don't even know if there is a 90s and 80s.com. Yeah. You can They're catch just... us on Twitter at the 80s and 90s.com. Where Jamie loves his gifts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm all over it. And with that, if you enjoyed this show, be sure to share the love by leaving us a review on your podcast app player of choice or telling a friend. And with that, we will say we are out of here like the McRib. Delicious, yet only around for a limited time. 